You're listening to Good As Hell. I'm your host, John Rutherford. I'm Rick Hampton. And I'm Nicky P. All right. Um, what I like is that you can tell whether we've got a third chair by how Rick says, I'm Rick Hampton. If he goes, and I'm Rick Hampton, you know there's only two. But if he says, I'm Rick Hampton, you know there's three, at least three. <laughs> I'm a consummate That's exciting. I'm a consummate Exciting for the audience. You are consummate professional. Is, is it worth uh, uh is it worth you uh, apologies because this has been a great intro so far uh you listening back to the 40 seconds because i'm worried about the recording counter is skipping about like a motherfucker it's it's fine for me yeah it's fine for me it's just all right normally should we risk it all right we'll okay, risk it fine. we'll risk fine. it this could be another lost episode there we go i love well, it we know that we know at some point that my mic's going to stop working for no reason and then uh we're gonna have to stitch it together yeah did you um did you listen to the podcast last week lads yeah did you like the outro music yeah can't remember it was was the ghostbusters 2 soundtrack (laughs) don't know that film i only know ghostbusters one ghostbusters um... 2 ghostbusters 2 is the one with the slime in the new york underground right yeah, yeah, it's with Vigo, uh, and, and yeah. what I like the... about it is it, Bobby Brown specifically raps about Vigo, um, the Carpathian in the um, in I think it's called Lose Control. I can't remember what it's called. I had to record it off of YouTube because I can well, like, Here is a guy that you might not know. Da, 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 what like really? his name is Vigo. Basically, yeah, <laughs> his name is Vigo, and he's here to say he's stealing babies in an Epstein way. Uh, people didn't know Jeffrey Epstein was at that point John we've got a tacit agreement you know this that you're not allowed to start any of your freestyle raps with (laughs) my name is John and I'm here to say I didn't know I started with my name is Vigo so I I remain true to the agreement maybe not the spirit of the agreement (laughs) but to the letter of the law any name and I'm here to say you're not allowed to start your freestyles like that You know. prove it take me to court Put it in front of a jury. <laughs> I've really, I've always wanted to get arrested and say um, to the police, like, do the no comment thing, and then be like, if you think you got something, take it to a fucking jury, yeah. And then they'll be like, yeah, we've we've found the body, the murder weapon with your fingerprints on. We found you have means and motive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about the legal process, but at that point you say stuff like eh, probable cause and just leave it at that. Probable cause. Probable yeah. cause. Yeah. Um, what's been going on? <laughs> uh, I've got a good one. Go on then. So uh, Mary uh, Mary sent uh, sent me a message last night, which is a link to... Oh, no, it was last night. Maybe it was uh, Saturday night, and um, it was it was a link to a, a Wales Online article, right? About uh, entitled "The Mystery of the Abandoned House," <laughs> uh, and uh, 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 and the house was abandoned by its owners um, because uh, they lived there for eleven years, and then they abandoned the house because they could hear screaming coming from the basement, amongst other noises. Right. Okay, no. Right. So, uh, can't so play I... Bobby Brown lose control <laughs> two weeks. 
Uh, and basically what happened was uh, it started one night, the uh, wife went to uh, make uh, a cup of coffee in the kitchen and she thought she could hear some like weird kind of um, mechanical kind of grindy, just random kind of background noise that wasn't usually there. And she thought it was weird. Um, and so they had a bit of an investigate and a look around and the husband went down into the basement because he thought it was coming from the basement and he was in the basement and the noises were much clearer. And it was things like women screaming, uh, uh, men shouting. Um, uh, he thought he could hear something mechanical. It was like a printing press or that, that kind of, uh, that sort of thing as you'd imagine it. Um, and, and he was convinced that it was coming from below his basement. Uh, and uh, and so he dug down like a 1.5 meter kind of ditch in, in the basement to the side of the footings uh, and, and kind of suspended an iPhone down there by the kind of charging cable and left it recording for a bit. Uh, and then came back and listened to the recordings and there was all sorts of fucking mental shit that he recorded. Oh, fuck. Um, and there's loads of recordings of it. And he kind of picked in true like uh, kind of, uh, uh, you know, slightly, uh, dare I say, crazy uh, kind of conspiracy theorist type uh, person. He's got his own website where he posts all his kind of thoughts and uh, and evidence as he as he sees it. And he's got a pseudonym, and it's like a really poorly kind of made kind of word. Art <laughs> it's a geocities from geocities. Hold on. So the, the guy's got you know he's talking about this, but he's got his own conspiracy theory website. I mean, you know, just throwing no, no, it no, out no, no, there. No, I mean. no, 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 no. He he created the website to document the evidence of of the noises he was oh, hearing in the basement oh. because the police wouldn't investigate it and they listened to the recordings and they were like this could be someone's tv right there's not there's nothing here what what do you want us to do right um it was in the basement so how could come around just yeah they did they did they did they did loads of people have been around loads of people looked at it um uh there is a nail shop nail salon next door which he is now convinced uh the owners uh, were involved in some criminal activity previously and he therefore now thinks that they are running some kind of human trafficking slash uh, uh drugs press. drugs manufacturing <laughs> facility getting get uh, gutenberg up in the basement <laughs> in in uh <laughs> they're creating a bible they're creating their own bible yeah which is we've done that they're yeah. creating their own society uh, uh, it, uh but it's in uh, he thinks it's in one of the tunnels under the uh, so there's a load of it's an old mining town in in kind of mid south wales and um yeah and he thinks it's in one of the old mining tunnels there's also a ghost is what i know and, and that's what he's like in, in all the interviews he's like i'm not crazy it's not ghosts i'm not that's not no. what i'm saying and it's like right okay yeah cool so we but, don't have to play bobby brown again right no we, we can play bobby brown if you want uh, uh but but anyway so mary sent me this article and she was like this is creepy and uh, and so you know you listen to the you listen to the recordings and it does sound fucking is it chinese creepy as shit no right but well i don't why know it's did, hard that's racist why did i think that the now um bar next door was run by chinese people yeah that is that is that is bad john because they're vietnamese so oh okay um uh they uh and anyway so they so yeah they've had what loads of people what if it's what if it's fucking what if he's the, right? what if he's right and it's he's they're right? doing the russian roulette game from deer hunter i don't know did he mal i don't think that's, that's the mechanical noises the gun 
click in no it's like like a like a what he imagined to be a printing press not like a revolver clicking. What, what how do you know what a printing press sounds like what, well it's what, what he imagined a printing press like oh, come on you've all seen them in films like yeah you, you, when i it's say like a, a printing press sounds like you immediately thought of probably something yeah. similar to what the sound was so so uh, it, it might be completely ridiculous description, but probably actually pretty good. Anyway, That's a train. That was a train uh, that I was doing, actually. So, no, I think about it. Uh, so I was like, hang on. Uh, you know, we, we investigate uh, uh, kind of uh, noise complaints all the time from uh, various sources, from, you know... Um, Have you uh, rung him up? Man- manufacturing, uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> Have you rung him up? Wait, yeah. <laughs> right, and and I was like, I was like, you know, this this is no different to uh, uh, kind of uh, you know investigating the noise and vibration from a, a, an underground railway train in an apartment in London, right? There's no, there's no fucking different, right? Uh, and I, I was mean, like, the train can't hunt you down. And, uh, <laughs> and I was and I was like, this, I think it's horseshit because obviously I'm kind of quite a skeptical person by nature, so I'd quite like to go. And fucking set up uh, some noise and vibration monitoring equipment properly in the basement uh, and get to the bottom of what it is or where it's come from. Because it could be, you know, noise travels really weirdly through structures, right? To not get Mm. too kind of fucking techie on you. But like, it could be, it could be the fucking TV from four doors down just reverberating in the fucking basement you know the concrete basement structures of the of the terraced houses you know it could be that simple to the recordings because i'm not listening to the recordings because they're scary yes what do the recordings sound like fucking creepy as shit mate creepy as shit there's like chains there's like kids screaming uh there's like uh there's like women uh one one of the one of the clips it sounds like the woman saying the baby has died the baby has died why 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 the baby has died like over and over again Ugh. right it's, okay it's, yeah right it's, cre- it's so you're creepy. going there then creepy shit so i was like i was like fuck it i'm i'm dropping them an email like to this crazy like mental looking website i dropped an email and i just said look you know we you know uh uh work in engineering we kind of investigate these kind of noise disturbances we you know love to help you get to the bottom of what it is like give me a shout back if you want us to look look into this a bit and I, got, and I got an email, I got a phone call. So I sent an email and I got a phone call back from his wife uh, this morning. And she said, we'd bloody love you to help because we don't think it's paranormal. We don't know what it is and we'd love an explanation so we can go back to our house. They've been on, the, on the land for two years. Uh, I, I, I haven't arranged it yet. I've just, I just said to her, yeah, we'd love to get involved. Let me speak to some people. Because we got, we got geotechnical engineers in our, in our thing as well. And like we do you know, ground penetrating radar surveys and stuff like that. So I, I think, it, I, you know, I'm sure I'm sure some of our guys could work out pretty quickly whether there is a massive cavity under the house or not. Yeah, but what about the SAS team you're going to need to protect you from the fucking devil-worshipping cult that are murdering children in the caverns above fucking... No! When no. are you going? Don't I'm not me. going, I'm I busy. Haven't, I haven't... I'm, I'm busy that day. Oh, I'm busy telling you, I haven't organised it yet. Hey, I'm going in a professional Rick, capacity. Rick, You're not invited. Rick, if, well, you're going to still have a company down. Rick, if yeah, 2020 can't business. get any worse, if 2020 can't get any worse, you're, you're about to unravel a fucking satanic cult in Wales. Uh, brilliant. Let's, <laughs> right, let's have it right. Somewhere like Wales is where that shit would work. They would be able to rate... I've seen the film Borderlands, which is a great film. Have you seen any... Have you seen it? No. It's about a guy who's... A, it's about a priest who is... 
um like in like investigates paranormal um like activity for the vatican and there's a church in like rural might be wales somewhere like i think it's somerset or somewhere like that and uh so he goes down there and then his partner in crime is like this proper like um like sparky like an electrician (laughs) <laughs> he's like an electrician called dave <laughs> and they go and investigate and it's fucking it. like you can tell that the director clearly had like some kind of the ending had some awful fever dream one night and was like that was the most terrifying experience of my life i need to turn it into a film so it's like a found footage film borderlands would recommend it to all i won't where, give away anything is, was happening is, what's it on what is it, it was on I watched it on. I got it on Netflix or Amazon I watched it on the or... BBC. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Google it. Fucking know what my. Let me Google that for you. Yeah. Watch, uh, it, on the, watch it on an illegal Czechoslovakian streaming site like a normal person. <laughs> all right, fine. Um, what? So you're telling me you, you, if you were in my shoes, you wouldn't fucking go. I would send one of my bods to go if I was the director of a business. I wouldn't go myself. <laughs> Would when my not... pod didn't come back, I would, I would burn the building down. <laughs> Are you not intrigued? You want me to go? You want me to? I'm intrigued, but, but I'm also terrified. Of what? Come on! It's obviously rubbish. Yeah, until it's not. Everything's obviously rubbish until it's not. There's not a criminal I factory think... under there. What if you what we find it's... out that, it's, it's, that next door to the fucking um, nail salon is? fucking meteorite pizza and actually pizza gate was real but they just got the website they just got the address wrong and it wasn't washington dc it was wrexham <laughs> wales there could be a kind of like a silence of the lambs type thing going on where you go around to the nail salon and this like kindly gentleman answers the door he's like oh yeah. do you live here and he's like oh no no uh, well i do but no <laughs> And then you You're have to back, fucking no, no, I'm not gonna do it. Uh, and then you have to like call his bluff, and then he'll wish for a gun boy. that he had on the kitchen counter. Yeah. And then you're wrestling he's an old night, man. He's got his night vision glasses on, and you yeah. haven't got anything. Yeah, and you're and not he small runs down like Joe Foster in a small target. He blows you away. You're a huge target. Exactly. You're in the basement. You're in pitch darkness. You can hear the screams. He's got the night vision goggles. What are you going to do? I, I don't even know how to respond to you guys on this. I'm going. It's going to be fucking awesome. Come right, on. Well, you're going to have to record everything and we're going to yeah. do a whole episode on it. And then when yeah. you don't come back, we're going to be like, well, Rick died and <laughs> we think he's got something to do with his nail bar. We, we warned him. Uh, but, yeah. we'll, but, but we're too scared and now we're worried we're on their list too. I've yeah. seen fucking, I've seen um, Boys in the Hood. One of us is going to get killed. No, no, we'll go down, we'll record, we won't record anything, uh, and we'll go, sorry, you know, it was either, they, they were either pulling a bizarre hoax, uh, or it was the neighbour's TV. That, that's so here's, here's, an alternative. Surely... here's an alternative, right? So you go there and you speak to the person who has apparently heard all these noises, it turns out they, it was all a trap, and they've drawn you into their lair, and... What, what next? Nick, I'm going with like ten. I'm I'm taking like ten people with me. Did he ask you if you were a big boy? And, and the and the, no, he didn't. <laughs> but one of the one of the uh, one of the um, uh, did he ask you if you were clean? One, one of the reporters <laughs> who wrote about it 
in one He's of gone the... missing? He's gone missing. No, that he said, can I go to the house? And they went, yeah, but we're not going to meet you there because we don't want to go anywhere near it. We'll post you the key. And he went in and they took a load of photos and he had a look around and, and, and then he couldn't find anything, didn't hear anything. Uh, and that was it. Yeah, but you have to go at the right time. Like, what time did they hear it? Like, you're not well, starting your John. satanic rituals at four o'clock in the afternoon no, all, on a Tuesday, are you? <laughs> all I'm saying is, all I'm saying what is, you he, didn't get, he didn't get murked, right? He just had a walk around the house and it was fine. So I, I'm going to set... It's I'll just quiet set. your job at the moment, isn't it? You're going to go to your bosses and be like, yeah, I'm sending the lad... We've not got anything on. I'm sending the lad <laughs> to Wales. Oh, why is that then? Murder house. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I think you're you going to bill it back to the couple. You want to know what you should going do a no win, no fee. You should be yeah. like that. If we find out there's a satanic cult underneath your house, then you have to pay us. No, no, other way around. It's free of charge if you're telling the truth. Otherwise, we are billing your ass. Oh, okay. Win win uh, then, isn't it? Yeah. I no, honestly, I, 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 we're I'm going to go. We're going to do it, and uh, uh, and uh, we'll do a little we'll do a little video blog on it. On what happens? All right. Well, you're going to a murder house. That's um, terrifying. Um, I neither of you want to come, Nick. This is right up your alley, isn't it, mate? I'm, I think I'm it could be the, of... it could be the it could be the launch of our investigation series where we go around looking at weird shit. Nick and Rick investigation in process. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm still like processing the information that you've given me. This is insanely fucked. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll send you. I'll send you a link to this website, and you can check it Please, out. Yeah, send it. I'll put Amen. it. In, yeah, send it out, and I'll put it in the chat, and I'll put it in the um. Yeah. Uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Sounds good. Um, I had I saw the new bank. Do you see the new bank C, and then they got rid of it the next day. No. So they oh, did it. The he tube. did one on, on the, the tube. tube. He did a load of rats on a tube carriage. I think it was a. If I had to guess, I think it was a circle line. Might have been a district line. It was one of the new trains, and then he. Uh, um, it was all rats and corona, and then it was like coronavirus. They all the rats were wearing masks, or one was parachuting with a mask, and then London Underground were like, "Nope, we've binned it off. We already cleaned it up. Don't worry about it." So that was nice. Um. And then did you see that they put that lady on the course? Is it Coulson on the statue plinth in Bristol? Yeah. yeah. And then 24 hours later, the council were like, Oh no, we got rid of it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And I thought, uh, I thought like, that's like that. Cause the, the mayor of Bristol is a black fella. Don't yep. know his name. Marvin Reese. Marvin Reese. Marvin Reese. Um, you named your band after him in uh, university, didn't you? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, before, uh, before, yeah, when he was just um, not a mayor, um, and I thought that to me highlights uh, this country's really racist. That um, you can have years of banging your head against the wall, going, "Can we get rid of the statue of the slave owner?" Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. you do through direct action, and then uh, someone replaces it with what was a really good statue. Yeah, of um, a lady, a black lady, um, lives matter protester, black lady lives matter protester, <laughs> um, and um, 
they go, no, got rid of it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Oh, can't have that. Get rid of it. We're going to, and he was like, oh, it needs to be a democratic decision about what we put on the well, thing. John, John, we need to have a discussion about the society of merchant venturers that basically uh, run their cities, not for this episode, but an episode in the future. There's some fucked up shit going on. Um, yeah, I don't want to go into any details, but they have, they pull a lot of strings in council and all over Bristol and no doubt their involvement. Is yeah. Do you want to, do you want to name names, Nick? No, no, I've no, got, a, I've got a, a, I'm peeping through my blinds right now. I don't want to implicate myself in anything until you're uh, going to be like that judge. A DHL driver is going to be at your front door <laughs> and you're going to get a yeah. So, so what's it? What's the what's the local sentiment to that whole statue? You two both live there. What's going on? What's your feeling on this matter? Go for it, Nick. Kick us what, off. The mate. new statue. Yeah, the new statue. Well, think so it was a good thing? I, I understand thing? why. I understand why the council brought it down because that's what the council do. But I thought it was fucking amazing, and it should be there for all time. Um, because it so ad- adequately sort of represents, you know, what what Bristol's about is re- replacing the, you know, that those bullshit old structures with something new, and something meaningful that isn't just a complete spit in the face of everyone every time they walk past it, like it was with the old statue. So it was yeah. good. I, I also think it, it, it came it, down. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. Um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't designed. It was made of like. Um, uh, it was made of like resin, and and you know, it wasn't. It, yeah, it, it wasn't meant to. to a, it wasn't meant to be a permanent fixture. It was a. Uh, but they could have left. You know. They could have left it up for a bit, right? You know what I mean? Well, um, they they would have left it for as long as possible. But the the council had other ideas for whatever reason. Mm. But um, so it, no, like it was more about the, the the artist worked no, with. I think it was um, meth- the subject meth- the strategy. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think I yeah, I think it's a real shame because I think it's great. And also, isn't there like a little hint of irony that it got taken down given the you know, you can't revise history sort of uh sentiment of 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 many uh, 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 uh their annoyance at the statue being taken down in the first place. Shouldn't that grant automatic protection to the next statue that goes up? Yeah. That's how it well, works. not all statues you know are I mean? equal, that... unfortunately. Oh, there we go. Uh, which was not their argument, um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I thought that was quite uh, quite ironic. I've just posted a link to that website on the uh, chat, by the way. Good. Don't don't click it now, John, because you'll get lost down the rabbit hole. It'll shit me up. I'll have to watch it during the daytime. <laughs> so, um, I was pretty big fan of the. Um, well, that, it's good that we've put racism to bed again. Done that. Don't have to worry about that. That's all yep. done. Sorted. So I saw... Uh, um, uh, you right, mate? Theo's just come downstairs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Ruth. Yep. Hey, Theo. How you doing, mate? He said, hey, how you doing? He said, good, thanks. How's you? You all right? Pretty he good. said he's all right. Just talking about the Dayton house on my podcast, nothing much. (laughs) If I told him about that, that'd be fucking it. He wouldn't sleep for a week. (laughs) Um, I was, uh, someone put um, a Obama conspiracy Obama. There's no, so Obama was, 
the center of a number of conspiracies um, in his time as president. Mm. There haven't really been any Trump conspiracies, have there? They have the left can't or Democrats can't envisage mental conspiracies <laughs> like they can with Obama. I don't. I'm not. Enti- I'm not entirely convinced. You need to, do you? Isn't that that? Isn't that sort of the point? Like, he's that awful. Like, he's literally. Cons- you know. The, well, I mean, you could argue that the um, Russia, uh, Russian. Russian. Yeah. 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 Uh, so is yeah, that, is but that... I mean, all right, there's been no good ones. Like the ones that I saw, there was one. You know, do you remember? Who? There it is. There's a conspiracy that Obama was in the video for it. <laughs> And there's a picture of a man who looks a bit like Obama in the video. And <laughs> it was brilliant. Like that's a, that's fun. We can have a laugh with that. My favorite one that I saw was um, the CIA had to deny that they had sent Obama, teleported Obama to Mars when he was a teenager. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, uh, bizarrely, my auntie was dating a man who uh turned out to be a bit bit weird who who believed in uh, uh, kind of ufos and aliens and not in a not in a kind of passing kind of bit of fun um bantery kind of way like he he absolutely believed it and he was convinced that there was a hangar uh near lax um which had a teleporter to uh, mars base the man, the, man, the man was like, oh, oh, he, he was like, I mean, the guy was like probably like mid sixties or whatever, but he was like, he was like, oh, oh, there's, oh, you, I know you think I'm crazy saying this, but like, there's plenty of evidence on the internet. Go and go and have a look. Do do some research. There's there's lots. Of, I could point you to some websites. Uh, you know, this is legitimate. <laughs> I, was I just love like, it when people say it. Do the research. You know, yeah. <laughs> you watch the YouTube videos. I was just like, this is mental. And he was like, oh, yeah, very well documented. Obama's been. Obama's been. He's been. Obama's been. So he believed the Obama. <laughs> yes. Right, so this yeah. is what I've got. Yeah. Um, the sinister, this is from Wired magazine from, um, what year was this? This is from uh, the first, the. Oh. Uh-oh. John. What are you doing? Are you like pushing the buttons or what? Can you just put like put the microphone down on something? You might have to sit at the table, John. Don't touch yeah. it ever. Oh, he's relocating. We've we've made him uncomfortable on his own podcast, Nick. Yeah. I believe it. Oh, ceiling lights. Nice. Yeah, new, I don't know what that feels great, like. John. wouldn't know what it's like to have 8 million lights in your ceiling. One switch, they all turn on. Fucking overhead cunts. <laughs> <laughs> are you struggling, struggling for light, are you, Nick? I've I got, I got side lamps. I'm very much a... I believe that... Um, lamps at the side they diffuse ambient light adequately around the room to give it a sense of comfort but you lack the ability to really discern any objects in your immediate kind of periphery because it doesn't it doesn't shine down like fucking overhead light the the primary use of light then is uh yeah yeah yeah. it's kind of got the ambiance 
but you haven't got the uh, tactile ability to Visibility. pick things up and know what they are. Yeah, exactly, until yeah. you've uh, ascertained them. Yeah, it's fucked, mate. <laughs> Never think uh, of well, in a orange, yellow glow. Yeah, but it's a, it's a beautiful place, mate. It is. You live in a proper old a, school. A a wall- yeah, it was haunted as fuck, innit? I mean, it's, it's, it's got a bit of weird I'll do an investigation, mate. I'll get, I'll get the boys now. Well, dude, you, you know, I need to check out my attic still. I still haven't gone up there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing that until I've got some hench bros backing me up, because I'll stick my head up there first. Now, All right. Press and record again. I'm pressing record again. So let me go back to the Obama got teleported to Mars as a teenager. Hey. You're not on camera, no, honey. Um, my microphone keeps stopping working, so I've had to come and sit over here. She, Charlie rolled her eyes at me. Yeah, right. moved, John. What are you talking about? Gone. This is better. This is better. It sounds better. Now you haven't got your face smashed up against the microphone. <laughs> okay. Right. So this is from the um, the third of January two thousand and twelve. <coughs> Forget Kenya. Never mind the secret madrasas, which I think was the hat that he wore. I don't know. The sinister, shocking truth about Barack Obama's past lies not in East Africa, but in outer space. As a young man in the early 1980s, Obama was part of a secret CIA project to explore Mars. The future president teleported there, along with the future head of DARPA. That's the assertion, at least, of a pair of self-proclaimed time-traveling, universe-exploring government agents... Andrew D. Baziago and William Stillings insist that they once served as chrononauts at DARPA's behest, traversing the boundaries of time and space. Sorry? Willie Stillings? Willie Stillings. (laughs) They swear a youthful Barack Obama was one of them. So yeah, it's just mental stuff. It's just like I mean that, that, that like and I was and from there I was like, yeah, okay, right. So that's interesting. And I read on and I was like, this is berserk. <laughs> According to Basiago and Stillings, Obama isn't just lying about his identity, he's lying about his military service record too. While his opponent political opponents in 2008 attacked him for never serving, in truth. He was concealing his participation in a hidden CIA intergalactic program hosted at the California Community College <laughs> in 1980. <laughs> Officially, the White House says Obama has never been to Mars. <laughs> Which we all know what um, that means. But we all know what that means, yeah. yeah. But but like so there was there were some brilliant like I'm gonna read some of my my favorite Obama um conspiracy theory was that he was a gay prostitute who's giving men blowjobs while he was president. <laughs> That's pretty good. Republicans love to project because uh yeah. if you dig up all their bullshit, it's like yeah, they'd be sucking and fucking Well all no, day. they're getting they're getting blowjobs from gay prostitutes. But I like yeah. the way that they're like Fantasizing. Well, he's he's the most powerful man in the world, but he still needs to make his put his boy pussy out on a stroll. <laughs> for his yeah, um, uh, it's funny actually. Like, I'm assuming I, I, just, I just uh, I just googled um, Trump conspiracies because I thought there must be some good ones about him, and every fucking website that's come up has been like 24 conspiracy theories that Donald Trump has floated over the years. Conspiracy theories promoted by Donald Trump. List of conspiracy theories promoted by Donald Trump. Maybe that's how he gets away with it. Like, he's promoting so many conspiracy theories. You know, so you know like when Boris Johnson 
um, in the election, someone asked him what he did in his spare time. And he was like, I like to make model buses out of wine crates. And someone went, oh, no, what he's trying to do is he's trying to SEO away the failure of the Boris bus. So that if you search for Boris bus, instead of it coming out about the fact that he spent loads of money on that white elephant project to like remake the route master, um, it comes up with he gets pissed up and makes, you know, models of buses out of boxes of wine. Well, that's, so uh, maybe that's, that's what Trump's doing. That's Dominic Cummins all over. He's got the SSO, sorry, the SEO like wizardry and he's like, Boris, just say loads of dumb shit. It'll fuck up Google. You'll be fine. It's classic. Um, I would say that Dominic Cummings is our first uh, political advisor who has a poster's heart. That he he was raised on the forums and have he understands. Have you, have you read his blog? There's some really good shit in there. That motherfucker is like unhinged. mental shit. Yeah, like stuff that you would normally see written on a toilet wall and shit. Like yeah. it is berserk, but. You know, he's only in charge of, um, you know, one of the most powerful countries on Earth with uh, um, access to nuclear weapons. His last blog post was uh, talking about how he wants to get outsiders and weirdos into number 10 to do, like, data analysis and stuff. And he straight up said, like, you can join us. And, you know, if after two weeks you're not meshing with the team, I'll I'll ditch you. I'll, I'll throw you in the bin. It, like, literally, those are his words. He's he's a pure career psychopath. He, he was like, I want... It was basically like, I want Chechen freedom fighters. I want characters from William Gibson novels who can smell ads. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. He's read, he's, he's read good, too many nice, fucking... I like I'm, yeah. He's read too many psychopaths, yeah. that boy. I've found one. He's an edgelord. Oh, well, you've got a Trump conspiracy theory. Trump conspiracy theory. They actually, they're, they're a time-travelling family. They've come from another time. So there's a there's a, a couple of books written in uh, in uh, in the 19th century. One was called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. Have you seen how big Baron Trump is? Because no, Trump's a big tall. lad. He's he's Trump's about six four, I think. Is he? But Baron's like twelve. He, he might be. I don't know. He actually might be like fifteen or sixteen now, actually, because that's how time works. He was probably about eleven or twelve when Trump went into the White House, and he's about six foot nine. He's huge. We're all googling mm. now. How big is Baron Trump? Yeah, how tall is? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I've gone one step further. How big is Baron Trump's penis? And um, it didn't come up. Didn't Donald come up. is. Six oh, three. It's, it was Don. <laughs> he's six three. He looks huge. Donald 6'3". Oh, Donald 6'3". Well, I'd say Baron is probably, in this, in the photos I'm seeing here, he's probably only, um, he's probably only about 6'4", then. But he looks like Theo. <laughs> he does look a bit like Theo, yeah. He does look a bit like, look how long his arms are. Yeah, he's, he's got the, uh, he's he's got the game walk. He, he clearly plays uh, Call of Duty. He needs to I mean, get on the bar. He yeah, needs to start hooping. Do you remember that? I can't remember who it was who tweeted it, but it was like Obama, Osama bin Laden should have um, shouldn't have been a terrorist. He should have um, played basketball. He's big as hell. I think it was a basketball player. I'm going to Google it. Feel for me, guys, where I find it. Uh, who are you searching for? I'm searching for the man that said that um, Osama bin Laden should play basketball. I got a uh, I got a news article here um, on a slightly different note. 
Uh, Italian police find cocaine hidden inside coffee beans. Uh, Yo. The Italian police have discovered cocaine hidden inside individual coffee beans in a package sent from Colombia. And this is the best bit, right? So the police at the Milan airport said they became suspicious suspicious of the package as it was addressed to one Santino de Antigiano, the name of a crime boss in the film John Wick Chapter 2. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. He's dead now. So it could have been going to him. I mean, just imagine, um, so you're running you this like international crime organization and you get busted because you address your drugs packages to like Rick and Morty, Mr. R- Rick and Morty. I mean, what's to pickle Rick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like cool, it. Bro. I like it. I was because when I clicked on that, I was watching um, there's a new documentary on Netflix. It's called like the business of drugs or drug business or business drugs. I can't remember something about business and drugs. <laughs> Um, and uh, the first episode's about cocaine, and I was like, "Yeah, all right, let's see if I can make some money." And unfortunately, more concentrated on like the um, harrowing lives of the people, the cocaine farmers, and then the like the low-level traffickers, and how all the money goes to um, yeah, just the cartels. cartels. Yeah, it was a bit depressing, and I thought, "Well, I can't really see a way of, of <laughs> breaking uh, into that market." Yeah. I'm just going to leave it. So, um, <laughs> but um, they were they were at the port in Colombia, and um, the Colombian um, police, or it might be the army. The guy had one of those, you know, those hats that. Um, oh, what's his name? Jesse Ventura in Predator wears. It's like a cowboy hat kind of yeah, thing that curls up on one side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sniper, that shit. Yeah, he had one of those on, but his job was he had a big stick and he, um, big sharp metal stick, and he went to the coffee beans, um, like the coffee bean bags. Sacks. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and he would stick it in and he'd pull it out and he'd go, Oh, look, this one's got white on it, cocaine in this one. And they're like, Oh, how much did you find? And they're like, We found five tons of cocaine last year. And they're like, Fucking hell, five tons, pretty good. How much comes through this port? And he's like, 200 tons. Good. There was a really good bit as well where they were like, They wait till the boats to its low tide and then they see all the boats in dock and then they just ride around the bottom of the boats and they go, Oh, look, they've stuffed loads of bags of coke up there. Like, oh, yeah, we found 50 kilos. Brilliant. And then it's like, Well, not that brilliant but you know we're trying (laughs) think about the work involved in you know then uh, over in italy they've got a whole shop where people have to surgically remove tiny bits of cocaine from individual fucking coffee beans i mean yeah cocaine across i'm smuggling cocaine across the border of mexico and america on the back of horse flies yeah (laughs) do you not think they'll have a process though won't they do you not think if you just smash or extract it? Do you not think if you just really like smashed them up, then it, well, you get co- you, you then can... you get a bit of coffee with your cocaine, so it's actually a win-win Great. for everyone involved. Just smash it up in a blender. I would, I would like to try the the coffee made from those beans. Yeah, imagine how good that coffee would be. That get you a fucking card, right. or not? Actually, <laughs> in my experience. Um, <laughs> I remember mum asking me once, John, have you ever done cocaine? And I was like, yes, mum, I have. And she was like, when? And I was like, every Friday and Saturday night for about three years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
my boy, my boy. Yeah. I was like, have you ever done drugs, mum? And she went, I smoked weed once, but no, she said, I smoked marijuana once, but I didn't inhale and I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. <laughs> I was like, you were, you were like coming over, you were 20 in 1983. You think, uh, do you think uh, I didn't inhale is like, I'm not racist, but of drugs? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. That they are racist. She was on the gear. John, she still... up the nose and out the hose. <laughs> still... John, is she still listening to the podcast? Hero, she going to cry next time I speak to her when she hears this oh, episode. Okay. No, she'll love it. She loves. She'll go. Oh, we have a laugh, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's Katie doing? Yeah, she's all right. Um, she was down this weekend because it was Theo's birthday on Saturday. Um, oh, wow. So they broke lockdown procedure um, and came down to visit. We went and sat in the park and ate um, pizza, and it was nice. How old's Theo? 12 now, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, we're 40 soon, so 12's not that old anymore. Oh, boy. When, when we were like, when I was 29 and he was four, it was weird having a four-year-old at that young age. Now I'm nearly 40. Having a 12-year-old is pretty standard, you know. Jesus. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? Yep. So, yeah. So, um, I like the coffee beans. I like the drug um, in coffee beans. Um, yeah. I'd like to see more of that. How um, how can you try them? The big oh, actually, I've got a good story. So, um, um, one of Charlie's friends, I won't name him, um we went around his house a couple of years ago and he went um i had a he's, he's a really nice guy he's a really um like responsible adult he's got two young kids um works in i won't say the field but like a proper fit yeah like proper job he's you know really 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 good guy yeah and he goes oh we had a touch the other day um and they're Mum had bought the boys a um, like a toy from a charity shop, but it, it was in the box and it was sealed. So they opened up the seal and there was um, about a pound of weed in it. <laughs> and uh, in the it was box. in in the in in like it was like a I don't know like I don't know I can't remember what it was, but it was like a like a Paw Patrol. Like the castle, no, it's not a castle. The fire station or whatever it is that the Paw Patrol were in, yeah, fine. But it was all sealed. It was all like proper sealed up, like um, uh, vacuum sealed up. Amazing. So they crack it open, and there was like a brick of, like a vacuum sealed brick of um, skunk in it. And so I'm going to, what, what did you do with it? And he's going, um, oh, I got rid of it. And I went, you fuck, what, you got rid of it? Like, what are you mad? So like break it up we'll sell it like let's let's get going like what are we doing like that's like two and a half grand um for a kilo i was like we could just find someone to take it off our hands and he was going no i got rid of it john and uh, and i didn't twig until um after he said i've got rid of it about the ninth time and then the boys left the room and he went it's still upstairs i just didn't want to tear it in front of the boys i told him to throw it in the bin <laughs> oh dear so you know it can it can happen did that's you... like finding money on the street, though, isn't it? That's like finding like. Oh, would like it, when will I not be old and fucking awful? 
How, how... No, it's been. It would have been dried, and it would have been vacuum sealed. It probably. I mean, it probably wouldn't have been like Top Gear, but it would. <laughs> now there is a name for a drug program. <laughs> but it would have. Uh, it would have been. Um, it probably would have still been like quite smoky because it it lasts for ages. As long as once it, as long as it's not exposed to the air for a long time, it's like you can freeze it. Like if you've got like a big, um, if you've got a grow operation, um, like a small one like for you know personal use obviously the plants are only um flowering every three months or so so you're harvesting curing and then smoking until the next harvest well until the end of the next curing period but you've got to store that somewhere so you just vacuum seal it you just vacuum seal it just like our ancestors used to do yeah just like um what's his name george washington he was blazing that shit up right 24-7. Good. I thought you would have smoked it, to be honest, mate. Well, you thought I would have smoked it. No, the last time um, I got stoned... I know you're a massive uh, weed, weed, uh, weed guy. Uh, I've, I've seen you smoke weed probably twice and both times. No, I, I, went through, I went through a period where I was, uh, I was quite regularly, and then the, because we were, where we were living, do you remember we talked about it on the podcast? The, uh, I was trying to get weed from the, um, I was trying to get weed from the weed um, dealer is in like a little kiosk oh, yeah. where I live. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was too much of a narc. Like they were like, you're undercover. <laughs> and, uh, um, you with your earpiece in. Yeah, wearing your blue Lives Matter t shirt. <laughs> yeah, just the Punisher. Just, I went over there dressed as the Punisher, and they said no. Um, and um, somebody I know gave me um, about an ounce. Um, and she was, I was like, is it, it's not too strong, is it? I was like, I'm just looking for like quite a mellow, like mid, like mellow body high, nothing too heavy, smoke a little bit before bed, it'd be fine. And she was like, yeah, it's, it's pretty light. You, should, you know, I smoke it because I've got. You know, she's got quite bad back pain. Um, so I smoke it for that, and you know, it helps a lot with that. But it's it's not too strong at all. And I smoked a normal amount, and had to. I was trying to watch the film um, Phenomenon with John Travolta, and <laughs> it was warm, 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 warm. The TV was warming at me, and I had to roll over and stare at the um, back of the sofa cushion for two hours until I came down. <laughs> just off my tits and then the next time I did it I was like right I smoked much less and Charlie came home and I was trying to make a grilled cheese sandwich and I was as melty as the cheese in the grilled cheese sandwich I was remember the Mr. Soft adverts yes from, uh, I was Mr. Yeah, Soft that's... I was trying to walk around and I was I didn't have I wasn't made I didn't have bones I didn't have a skeletal structure anymore I was a jelly man so yeah and then I just went I can't deal with this anymore it's just too too much like, hard work yeah, fair. So, stick to the smacky pills, mate. Yeah, just get on the gear again. Well, John, you know, just do your current, your current look. You could be quite a good C- uh, CBD advocate. You know, I did CBD for a while when I was doing jujitsu, and it was um, it was good for like I get quite bad knees, and it was good for my knees. Um, and then I ran out one day, and then I didn't buy any more. And then I stopped so doing jujitsu. Can I ask: <laughs> is the uh, is the bad knees from like kneeing people or being kneed or like how, how no, does that work? It's, 
a you don't if someone hits you with something it doesn't in the part of the body they hit you like if they hit you with their fist your fist doesn't hurt like that's not how that's <laughs> not how it works man. I, you got need and my knees look, are killing look, john, john i'm a very me in the head john, all night knees john, are shot. i'm a very <laughs> empathetic kind of guy and when i see someone else being hit i also feel that pain so i don't know about you but maybe i don't have the mindset for fucking jujitsu okay don't fucking no your body just, just wear and tear <laughs> isn't it like you just try and do any i remember i went to i was having a bad back because i took up running to um like help with my cardio and uh, I had a really bad back and I went to the doctors and he was like, I went to the physio and he was like, how old are you? And I was 35 at the time. Um, no, I was turning 35. Um, uh, it was the August before my birthday. Um, and he's like, did you do a lot of exercise when you were younger? And I was like, no, not at all. Like haven't exercised regularly since I was 19. And he was like, okay. He was like, well, you're going to be fine for a while, but he's like, you're going to hit 35 and stuff's just going to start falling apart. There's not really that much you can do about it. And then two weeks after my 35th, 35th birthday, um, I tore my meniscus. And then every six months after that, I've either torn my meniscus or um, my ACL or my, or my, the other one, MCL, the other one on the other side of the knee. I see. And so it's true. You just fucking fall apart. Like you just are dog shit. Like, don't do anything, basically. Uh, yeah, or, or just or do stuff all the time. I think that's the key. Or do. Well, that was the problem. Is I was doing stuff all the time and then no, 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 exploding. But, but always, you know, not just. But, no, I mean, it raises, from like a young age. It raises a good point about how you get to a certain age, the cartilage goes, and then it's just bone grinding against bone for the next forty years. I mean, I, yeah, it's better to do nothing than do anything at all. If you think say about like that, running, like if you. Once you push through the... If you've got a bad back. No, it was the reason I had a bad back is because I no one's ever taught me how to run. So I would run like a fucking idiot. And then no, it was just all the muscles. So I had to strengthen up all the muscles. Well, John, come down, to the, come down to the Satan house with Rick and you'll be running, I'm sure. Like Yeah, it's yeah, like that cool. joke, isn't it? Like about the man and the girl, the, the boyfriend and girlfriend walking through the woods one day and they see a bear and the fella drops down and... Uh, does his shoelaces up and she's like what are you doing and he's like i'm getting ready to run away and she's like you ne- don't be stupid you're never going to be able to outrun a bear he's like don't have to outrun the bear only have to outrun you i can hey, definitely oh. outrun rick <laughs> I'm, I'm not convinced mate but when, was, convinced. when was the last time you did any sport um this morning all right i'm doing uh pavel whatever his name is russian fellas um kettlebell um workout. yeah hell yeah i got um i got a 16 i got a 16 kilo 16 key brothers yeah through the post the other day because i was like right do i go back to the gym no the gym's gonna open on the 25th I'm not, I'm not going to the fucking gym so i bought a kettlebell i've been doing pavel's uh basic thing where it's basically just swings um done me, yeah. a, done me a world of good back, swings back and straight. get-ups yeah, yeah yeah really good yeah it's just a good Turkish Turkish get up is basically the king of all exercises. It's just getting up. You know, if you can get up at age ninety, if you still got that strength, you you're winning. They do. They say the two key indicators for mortality for old people are grip strength and um the ability to squat. And if you can do if you do both of those things regularly throughout your life, then it helps with um like basically not being able to get out of a chair when you're older. And I don't know what the grip strength is, but apparently that's a key indicator. It's, it's, it's about holding on to life, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's about yeah, exactly. That's what they're <laughs> testing. Just, like that fella. Uh, that how much can you maintain a with? grip on existence when you're fucking ninety and you're just pissing your pants fucking all the time? Fucking gripping it. Oh, <laughs> lockdown over, John. Come down to um, come down to Bristol and play some basketball. Oh no, I don't, I don't know how I could play basketball for. I'm trying to get Theo um more into basketball. Um, but it's a, it's one of those. He's very much like me, where if he isn't the tallest if he isn't lebron at you know the first time he tries to do something then he gets very downhearted uh, so uh, we'll talk about that off mic because i want to see if you can give me some i've just been teaching him how to do like layups and like post up and things like that you know uh, is he t- he is tall isn't he yeah but he's one of the youngest in his year so he's going to be like probably just normally tall until he's older right so he's he's the youngest in his year and he's like above average height yeah. for his year group. Yeah. But obviously there's some kids that are a lot older than like, yeah. you know, nearly a year older than him that are, you know, like I think he's about five foot, five foot five. But the basketball, uh, how does it work? The, uh, like, like national league basketball for juniors mm. is, um, based on, uh, their age, not their school year. I'm sure. Okay. So you could play with an under 11, but it, surely it's their age at the beginning of the season, as opposed to their age that like you don't just get like, you get a team together and it's killing the league for the first three weeks. And then everyone ages out <laughs> and you have to resign from the season. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I think, I think it's a, it's a good sport for people that aren't um, like, naturally inclined to sports because there's a yeah there's going to always going to be the kids that are um like you know like like kids like we played with like simon gobel he's just naturally quite sporty so he could pick up any sport but he was concentrating on other sports you could concentrate on basketball and with technique overcome the deficiencies of like the starting point that you two walked onto the court first day as correct I think it's a minority sport, isn't it? Which is always mm. to you know. It's like when I when I got to university, I decided I wanted to play American football, uh, and you know, like fucking seventy percent of the team had never played American football before. Like yeah. the new crop of players, the rookies that come in every year, most of them haven't played the game before because who's played? Them? But but you get a lot of rugby players and stuff like that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, and you get some standout players. You get some uh, really good guys. But it's uh, it's you know I think with all minority sports, it's much easier to get into because yeah, it's not completely dominated. Um, mm-hmm. Like yeah, going going to university and wanting to play football or rugby for the first time, it's just not going to happen. But but I think the good thing about um, him growing up in South London is that basketball isn't as much of a minority sport. So they have multiple teams in his school, um, and there is it's not just if you turn up you'll walk on because they're lucky to get ten, like it was when we were younger. It, it's very much like there's there's a good standard in the schools because you know there's a lot of kids that play it, and also because it's a it's a um, concentrated area like there's a lot of people living in a small area yeah. you don't have to struggle you know if you want to get 40 people doing something there's fucking you know yeah, yeah. a few hundred kids in his year group 
Yeah. I had a look at the um, so there's two teams that play baseball in Bristol. I think it's the Bats and the Badgers, <laughs> which is yeah that rhymes. You play for um, the Badgers, Nick. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll have a go. And then I looked at the thing, and it's like, yeah, they're all in their twenties. There's no way I'm going to be mashing dingers at my old age. So I kind of gave up on that. <laughs> but I might go up there and see if I can. Uh, just get on the roids, mate. <laughs> just get roided up. Yeah, just get nah, roided my... up. Become the Bash Brothers of Bristol. Yeah. Bristol nah. Bash Brothers. My my eyesight's fucked, and uh, yeah, there's no way I'm hitting any balls. But um, yeah, it was a uh, something I entertained for a bit. Hey, I think you, I think you'd be a world class pitcher. Yeah, I think you would as well, mate. Like, do you know, dude, the, 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 the pitching is so intensive on the body that they literally have a surgery where you take out the ligaments from your arm that you don't use to pitch with and put it in the arm that you do use to pitch with. You double like, up ligaments. Oh, yeah, it's like Tommy <laughs> John surgery. Like, they basically take the parts out of your body that you're not using and put them into the worn-out parts that you were using. So five years of pitching at a major league level you're so fucked, your arm is so fucked that you literally need to like get things from other places in order to keep functioning. It's, it's ridiculous. Mm. But yeah. But it's the same, it's the same with all sports. Like all sports are basically like we will give you if you're lucky, you will get five years at the top level. Um and yeah. you will sacrifice your health for the rest. Even in football, like you see like professional footballers and they're oh. like, they're fucked their knees are fucked their backs fucked but you get to retire so it's obviously it's not as right, so. potentially yeah. Rug- rugby is getting really fucking bad because like rugby yeah. used to be back in the day if you watch rugby from like the 80s like they're all they all just look like your dad do you know what I mean? A, well, they were it's because a, it wasn't a professional sport. It was an amateur sport. Yeah, so they were all like insurance men who went to Eton and like yeah. to run into each other and wank onto a biscuit. Yeah. And <laughs> so they were like wearing, you know, like baggy rugby shirts and like, uh, and kind of loose fitting shorts. And they're all quite, yeah. and, but you know, fairly fit. Uh, and it was all relatively soft. And now the fucking rugby players look like, you know, it's almost like they t- took a leaf out of the kind of NFL um, mm. book and they just absolutely filled people with protein and, and made them fucking uh, yeah. live in the gym and fucking so much withdrawal cocktail directly into the eyeball exactly so much roiding uh, and so now they're like they're like goliaths and they're colliding into each other with no fucking um, but it's anywhere. still but you... it's still less arduous than American football because of the uh, lack yeah, of pads no they it's it's getting... is it on a par yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like American football is a funny one. Like, you, there, there's some stupid stat like sixty percent of the active NFL roster is on the injured list or, or something. Well, how how long does the NFL go on for? It's not very long, and the reason why is because no. motherfuckers yeah. are just injuring the shit out of each other uh, yeah, all day. Exactly. You only play sixteen games in the regular season. Uh, yeah, well, uh, it might be a bit less than that, isn't it? The regular season. That's is that not including playoffs? I thought it was. I thought it was sixteen for the regular season, and then playoffs for the teams that make it. This is why the uh, eight and eight is a break-even. Two games in the regular season. Yeah. But this is yeah. why you know the same uh, with baseball. Who, who's the wrestling company that are revitalizing a new form of American football? Is it the XFL? Yeah, it's WWE. Vince yeah. McMahon owns it. See, that that looks interesting. I don't know the difference, but it's just stadium football. Yeah, yeah. it's a and it's not even the stadium football from Starship Troopers where people are doing backflips and shit. No, this is a shit. Why bother? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah well, we don't have uh, regenerative limb technology yet. So when we got that, then it's yeah. all, all, all to play for. Sorry, uh, I was what? trying to think of a rugby coach who was, who was talking about the, the game changing. He was saying that, that it's getting pretty bad now. Like, yeah, you know, they've got uh, they've got like, you know, 14-year-old, 15-year-old kids who are showing promise on like serious like training programs and like meal plans and things like that because uh, they have to be massive. And like the, the life, the playing life expectancy of, of rugby players now is like, is, is greatly reduced and, and most of them are injured and... Um, yeah, it's bad. I, th- I, th- I think rugby will be the um, next big um, sport that people transition out of into MMA, where you can't, um, where you're not able to play quite at a competitive level at, say, 19, 20. And people just start walking into gyms and they've already got a you know, bit of a wrestling base. Mm. So they, they train. Um, so one of the guys who runs a Roger Gracie, um, in Mill Hill, trains a lot of rugby players in takedowns, mm. both defence and um, uh, how to do them, like just standard like double leg stuff. And John, I mean, what's the like uh, what's the what's the career expectancy age of like an MMA, uh, sorry an MMA fighter? Like, what age do you get to when it's like you can't compete anymore? Depends on your weight class. Um, so heavyweight, you can go on into your like late 30s early 40s because the last thing that goes is power um and you're not as reliant on speed um as you are at the lower weight classes mm-hmm. um but i would say you're you're probably if you if you were a, if you're a top athlete in mma now you'll still be fighting in your mid 30s like late 30s but you just won't be fighting at the same level that you were but you've got household names so you still make good money um the problem is is that the average um career in um ufc is something like two years Mm. most people never make it onto the main card they've got over 500 rostered uh fighters um and if you're not in the ufc you might have luck on uh bellator or something like that but the money shit money shit in the ufc first your first uh fight in the ufc is 10 and 10 you get paid 10 grand to turn up. And if you win, you get paid another 10 grand. It's less than minimum wage when you factor in um, all the money that you have to pay out to get to that position yeah. to walk into the cage and how often you can fight. So yeah. it's, it's, it's not it's, to it's mention like all the, the diet that you have to eat to get to. Yeah, that's crazy. man. Well, no, there's, there's plenty of um, plenty of UFC fighters who are professional MMA fighters fighting in the biggest organization in the world that still have more than one job that have a have a job that they do um during the day to pay for their nights you know their yeah. nights fighting in the ring yeah. and if you're if you're fighting on a regional circuit you're fighting for like a couple of hundred dollars it's like, maybe it's like, if you're 500 500 well it's like the old days where you know you'd do a fight in a barn somewhere and then you know you'd get back on driving the bus or you know okay well they did bus, a, they did bus. a they did a study um the last numbers that came out on the mma on the ufc's um finances was that it was something like 16 percent of their revenue was paid out in fighter pay where in something like the nfl or the nba it's over 50 percent so i mean the money's there it's just that it's a monopoly at the moment you've got yeah you've got one organization yeah anyway um i worked out the other day um how we can fix the mask problem and get um the um people that were at the mask parade 
the anti-mask uh, demonstrations to wear masks. Do you want to hear it? Go for it. Poppy masks. <laughs> Make the put a poppy on it. Get the poppy nonces involved. I was thinking a Union Jack flag initially, but then I thought they might be a bit funny about that. Are we talking just uh, wearing a massive poppy across your face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. The little black yeah. bit in the middle is the filter. And nice. then it comes out like that, and then it's over your ears, like both ways, and you're wearing a big poppy mask. Would you reckon? Perfect. Describe them as poppy nonces. Poppy nonces, yeah. What's a poppy nonce? Um, the people, the, the people, not your dad, but your dad, who's uh, recently gone through a divorce and is on Twitter telling Diane Abbott um, that she can't count to 50 and uh, screaming at somebody for um, having purple hair. Like just your standard like UKIP vote in, Brexit party vote in, um, gammons. Gammon. I call them, I call, I call, yeah, I call them poppy nonces because they want to fuck, they want to fuck the poppy. <laughs> Mister, they won't even let me fuck it. Yeah, you got you got your flag nonces, which are your um I didn't fight in World War Two for you to um whatever the thing that they're pissed off about and not shit through a Muslim family's letterbox. Um and it's like you're forty nine years old. The only way you fought in World War Two is if you invented a time machine. And then you got your pop you got your poppy nonces, which are basically the same thing, but it's different times of year. Your poppy nonce tends to come out towards um it's like the people that send death threats to um the footballer who the Northern Ireland Catholic footballer who, ref- who refuses to wear a poppy on his kit because he's like British Army murdered members of my like community. Why would I support them? Um and then people are like, You deserve I'm not doing the voice because I cough. Um, <laughs> that was a big hit last last episode. <laughs> anyway, go on, do it. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. Go down to Dover and shake the white cliffs to show you got a fucking puppy. <laughs> Those people were puppy nonces. Oh shit! All flag nonces, you know. Uh, around the, talking to the Queen, actually, oh, something yeah. came up. This was a fucking push notification to my phone at like one o'clock in the morning last night, and I went, "Not having this." the The headline was, didn't read the article. The headline was, "Princess Anne may be the best queen we've never had," and I just wrote, "I disagree. I think there are loads of better queens." So, <laughs> who's the best queen we never had? Diana, obviously. obviously. I tell you what, I'm Diana, mate. The yeah, of course. Ooh, um, I read a blind item article um, about the her shagging that um, Indian doctor, Indian surgeon, um, okay. and then I read his wiki. So, so there was a whole thing about you know what we said about Dodie fired. Dodie fired um, was like Prince, the you know the love of Princess Diana's life, and they were going to have a baby together and stuff like that. Well, actually, it was a um, fella called someone like Hasnat Khan, and he was a surgeon in London, uh, Indian surgeon in London. Um, and they had like a two-year-long relationship, and then he broke it up, broke off with her. And how had something to do with Jem- you know Jemima Khan? It had something to do with her as well. Yeah. Um, and but the reason he broke up with her, the excuse that he used was like the TWA 
plane crash in like 1994 he found the experience too traumatic and then that's why he broke up with her dude i'm gonna have to use that as an excuse like sorry i can't keep dating the lockerbie disaster still keeps coming back to me quite vividly uh, it's gotta stop a, i'm sorry a... i gotta go play fair play i i like to say um in conversation like if the conversation's with like middle class people at work, if the conversation's sort of going off in a bit of a boring like middle class direction, I just like to say, "Well, I never got over the death of Princess Diana." To <laughs> <laughs> see what the reaction is, you usually get a good one. I had a woman once say to me, "I didn't either." <laughs> I didn't have the heart to be like, "No, I was just joking." I was just yeah. a funny thing. So I was like, "Yeah, it was awful." <laughs> oh. oh dear. Yeah. So okay. Elton John is probably the the queen. He should have been the queen. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Katie Wallace is dialing in. Let's get, put her on loudspeaker. There we go. Hi, mum. Um, I'm just recording the podcast. You're on. You're live on on Good as Hell. Oh bloody hell! Sorry. Don't apologise, no. Katie. You're always welcome. Is it important? You can ask me. It's not. This is going out on the air though. Do you want to ask us a question as well, and then I'll get the guys to. Um, to chip in on um, on your question. Um, all it was was that I Theo said that his television is broken, and I wanted to get him a new television. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Kate and Mike got him one for his birthday. Fantastic, brilliant, that's good. All right, and we were talking about you earlier, talking about the time. Do you remember when you told me that you've um, only smoked marijuana once, um, but you didn't inhale? I didn't like it. It made me feel out of control. <laughs> <laughs> me too, John. Mum, me too. Oh my god! I wish you could hear she it. Said, I'm heartbroken. You can she can listen back to the podcast and listen to you guys' reaction. Um, she said um, everyone was just talking too loudly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, Mum. All right, well, love you. Be, be a regular, please. I listened to one of them yesterday. Fucking hell, getting the criticism in. Go on then. Oh, here we go. And the bit when you were talking about, um, I can't remember what you were talking about, but you Brilliant. were trying to do connections, um, and you, and one of them was Shawborn or something. Yeah, and you it was missed Seaborn. a train because you could have said Osborne was the connection. Oh, there you go. Oh. Could have said that Osborne was the connection. Uh, yes. All right then. Oh. Well, not for nothing, but well, we do okay. the podcast. Yeah, you want to do your own podcast. <laughs> Do it, yeah. Don't come on here slagging off us off. We're doing our best. All right, then. Well, I gotta go. All right, love you, mum. Bye, Katie. Bye. 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 They say goodbye, John. John, your mum just made the ultimate connection. Osborne's deep in all of this. That's that's beautiful. I can't even remember what she's talking about. What was what happened? He's he's in as deep as that prostitute you were shagging. Oh. What episode was that? What, what, what? It was when we were talking about um, Dominic Cummings paying the, um, uh, giving, getting the, his mate the coronavirus contract or whatever. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, Seaborn Ferry. It, it, it was one of our classic bits. Yeah, that is good though. Well done, her. I think. Well done, Katie. Be, what? You should be on more regularly, John. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, Katie's corner. Katie's Conspiracy Corner, 3Ks, oh no. <laughs> right in itself. <laughs> uh, right. Um, anything else? 
I got yeah, a, Elton John uh, should it, but before Mum, I'll go on Dino Corner. Fucking hell. Well, no, no, no. I was going to talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Yeah. Amber Heard. Amber Heard. So, uh, so he had accused he had accused Amber Heard of uh, dropping a juice in the marital marital bed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which. <laughs> what happened in court? <laughs> right. So in court. Uh, Johnny Depp added that there was no way that the poop in the bed could have ever have come from either Pistol or Boo. These are the names of the dogs that they owned, uh, whom he described as weighing three to four pounds. Um, and he observed that the poo itself weighed the same amount. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, what, what you got, Amber Turd? John's done a turd she... uh, that weighs the same as him before. I've done what? A turd that weighed the same as him before. So why is that impossible for the dogs? Hundred percent. Well, it's Dip worth noting. Size of a birthday It is worth noting yeah. that one of the dogs is called Boo, which sounds a lot like Poo. So it's a bit of a murky story. I don't know what to think about it really. So, um, so he you're, was. You're burying the lead, mate. One second. You're burying the lead, mate. She cut his finger off. Did she? Did she? Yeah, he's got nine fingers. I got. A she it. cut one of his fingers off. Like not oh. the whole finger, obviously, but a bit of one of the Amber fingers in an argument. Johnny Depp's finger. Let's have a look. And what are you talking about? This sounds like lunacy. That's right. Oh, hello. Okay, here we go. Um, just let him Okay, Johnny Depp accuses Amber Heard of severing fingertip. Uh, she, uh, there you go. Oh God. Okay, so the actor yes, told the high court. The the actor told the, the high court that Miss Heard, thirty four threw a vodka bottle at him, which cut the top of his finger off and crushed the bones. Ooh, crushed the bones, Rick. It's more than oh, just... My you know, hands are in the air. Off. My hands are in the air. It's, it's a nasty sounds, affair. Absolutely. Say again? He sounds absolutely fucking horrid. Yeah, of course. Have you seen her? She's fit and she's mental. Of course he's thrown his life away. Like Anyone would. The you know the you know the saying if it's you know like um, if the glove don't fit you must acquit if it rhymes it's true which doesn't rhyme but I couldn't think of a way of saying that quickly um, crazy in the head crazy in bed yeah, I'm not I, if it rhymes it's true Amber it did a poo there you go yeah what are you talking about I was saying she She's- seems. She seems horrid, was what I said. She is horrid. She's a horrid person, but or allegedly a horrid person. I don't know what the rules are in this country. Um, if you're not, if that's like slander, if I say she is a horrid person, she seems like a horrid person. Got it. Fucker. Um, take me to court. Put it in front of a jury, bitch. Oh, that's a bit much. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've, sh- I've shown myself up there. Um, I've let myself down. I'd like to apologise to Miss Heard, but take it to a jury. You. You know, see what happens. You. Oh, you. Oh, you. Um, yeah, so good. Um, she does seem like a horrid person. I would throw my marriage away for her. So I'm, he was uh, married to Vanessa Paradis and she seems lovely. Yeah. She's obviously normal. We're definitely Team Johnny, aren't we? There is a there is a thing I don't going, know. Well, hold on. So there is a thing going around that when when Johnny Depp met Hunter S. Thompson, that's where it kind of went a bit downhill for him. 
and he's kind of been yeah, I think he trying got... to emulate his kind of shit since. So it's like, you know, Hunter led him down a bad path. And this is where we I, are today. I think it's... Uh, yeah, I think he probably got a bit giggly when he met Hunter S. Thompson and thought, he's really cool. Why can't I be more like him? Why yeah. can't I, multi-millionaire Johnny Depp, be more like man who, you know, not long after they met, shot himself in the head with a shotgun because his life was miserable? Hunter S. Thompson. Well, I suppose, I mean, considering when he was playing the role in the movie, which is, you know, his 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 role is impeccable and he does Hunter S. Thompson so well... He obviously, as it being like doing the method acting thing, spent all that time with him and John Cusack, and they're all doing the strip and just doing impossible amounts of drugs. It clearly marked him, um, and this is where we are now. So, well, he played him twice, didn't he? Because he met Amber Heard when they were filming The Rum Diary, which was I haven't seen seen that. Yeah, I haven't seen either. The dog shit, but the book's really good, worth reading. It's actually a, a a really good. Um, kind of mid-century um, novel, yeah, American novel. Good, good. It's not as um, berserk as um, is like one of you know, Fear and Loathing, mm. um, or even The Hell's Angels. But it's more like um, it's more balanced. It's more like, to be honest, it's more like a Hemingway novel, like which is obviously who Hunter S. Thompson desperately yeah, wanted to be. Idol, yeah. And that was, Rum Diaries was an earlier, that was one of his first books, or, or it was more like a diary than a, I mean, the clues in the yeah. name, but yeah. It was it was based on his time in in um, Puerto Rico, San Juan, yeah, San Juan, um, as, a, as a newspaper, uh, as a journalist. And, uh, but what I'm thinking is, Hemingway killed himself with a shotgun, Hunter S. Thompson emulated Hemingway. Johnny Depp hunt, emulates Ooh. Hunter S. Thompson. Are we are we saying that there's some kind of curse where if you Maybe. catch it, Maybe. he's going to blow his brains out with a shotgun? You heard it here first. Here, well, folks. there we are, folks. Fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking hell. I didn't want to be the one to say it, but, you know, it needed to be said. Johnny Depp will well, be dead. So with I, have a, I have some notes here. Um, let me just look at my notes. Ooh. Tim Burton. Uh, Tim Burton has dirt on Johnny Depp forcing him to star in all his shitty movies. Nice. There you yeah, go. I reckon. There you go. That's why he's, that's why all his roles have been dog shit for the past 10 years. Yeah. Tim Burton is actually behind all of this. Do you remember when we went to see the um, uh, Planet of the Apes film and I had a nervous breakdown and was the most angry I've ever been in my life? Why? Because it was fucking awful. Because it was dog shit, especially the ending where he goes to... Abraham Lincoln ape Abraham Lincoln's memorial <laughs> and uh, it was just dog shit I was, I've never been so angry in my life yeah it's pretty shit actually it? well speaking speaking of other people been held hostage um, bloody Tom Cruise has been held hostage by Scientology um, but you know he does alright so I don't think we can necessarily give uh, Johnny Depp a pass, even if he is being puppeteered by Tim Burton. I think, um, you know, if Tom Cruise managed to ascend, then why can't Johnny Depp? Yeah, it's true. That is true. And um, there's a, um, uh, the one of the village people claims that he gave, um, no, that Tom Cruise gave him a blowjob in Studio 50, 54? Yeah, Studio 54. Yeah. I can't remember which one. I think it was the cop 
but I'm not 100%. They've got dirt on uh, John Travolta as well, I think. Um... John Travolta's wife just randomly died. Oh, randomly? Like, what, David Miscavige's wife? <laughs> no, 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 no. She died of, um, like, breast cancer or oh, something. Oh, shit. But it literally Sorry. came from nowhere. <laughs> well, we were very close. Uh, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what happened to yeah, like, his wife, then? She just oh, she disappeared. disappeared. The police weren't around there. Yeah. Earth, man. The best bit was, like, if you read the story on Wikipedia, which I'm in no way suggesting that the Church of Scientology um, has the ability, like everyone else in the world, to fiddle around with. Oh, by the, the way, story's I'm now like, typing into... But don't worry about it, because LA County um, Sheriff Department went round, knocked on her door, and she went, no, I'm all right, thanks. So I, I'm just typing into Google, <laughs> Church of Scientology wife, and I'm going to see what comes up. <laughs> Um, oh, it's not Dead good. Dead wives. Oh, God, it's not good. Uh, yeah, no, oh, I don't like it. She's She's gone, man. It's bad. Is it? Maybe you can um, email David yeah. Miskovich and say that you work in um, environmental engineering and that you can um, come around and... Uh, and I record John, his noisy wife. John, I believe it's pronounced Miscavige, and I'm not about to yeah. get into a lawsuit. Miscavige. Jesus. Yeah, they are very um, what happened to her, litigious. She's just no, she, went, she went missing for years. She went missing for years. 2007 was the last time she's seen in public. No one's, no one's calling, no one's talking about this. She, she got got. Yeah. Yeah. Scientology is fucked up. I walked past the um, Church of Scientology in London. It's at, um, near Blackfriars Station. I walk past there every day. And I've never seen anybody. I mean, I'm walking past there at 8 o'clock in the morning. It's not like I expect a fucking cube. You'd think you'd see just like the occasional person like wandering or out of it. There's, no. um, there's a Scientology center in Barcelona when I was there on holiday called Dianetica with like a fucking grave accent over the A. And I walked past it and thought to myself, L. Ron Hubbard, and only I get that joke. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Rick didn't appreciate it though. Sorry, I was re- I was reading about her disappearance, or apparently. So, um, do you know who Terry Rosier is, Rick? Terry Rosier. He Basketball. played for yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. plays for. Well, the, he plays for so, he's got big by the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Is I he think still at Boston? I don't know where he is. Yeah, he's, at the, he's at the Hornets now. Gary Terry. So, so this is his this is his quote. This is his tweet, which is fucking brilliant. Um, let me just pull it up. Um, Osama should have hooped instead of trying to kill people because he tall as hell. <laughs> Did he actually say that? <laughs> yeah. He said that on the 2nd of May, 2011. <laughs> When did um, Bin Laden die? Because that might have been his. Yeah. He's tall as hell. He died on. He died on. The, that was his Osama Bin Laden's dead tweet. Because <laughs> he died on the 2nd of May 2011. Same height. He was six foot five. He was the same height as James Harden. Bloody hell. Fucking beast, wasn't he? That's scary, Terry. Uh, yeah, I didn't know he was that tall. Yeah. Should have hooped, shouldn't he? Should have hooped, and that's and that I think is the um, you know <laughs> that's the lesson that we all need to learn. Really, is that um, you know don't commit 
Uh, don't fund terrorist acts no. um, when you've got a natural height advantage on the courts. At, at worst, he should have been, you know, do, running some white men can't jump style. That um, can you imagine hustling, just turning would, up, oh. it, like you know, in the full uh, uh, Osama uh, regalia, and just sitting yeah. courtside in his sandals. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been fucking so good. And being like, oh, look, you can pick anyone here. Yeah. Pick anyone here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, him, not him. <laughs> the guy in the leather we... sandals. No, not him. Right. This is, you know, like every now and again, I say, I wish I was a billionaire because what I would use my money for is not good, but I would like remake, um, I would remake films. But to be funny, remake. Um, white men can't jump, but have a, an Osama bin Laden lookalike yeah. play the Woody Harrelson. <laughs> play Woody Harrelson, and he gets <laughs> and he gets nominated for the Academy Award. Yeah, because he's sure. actually turns out to be a brilliant actor as yeah. well, and a hell of a baller. Well, he's six foot five. Yeah. Should have hooked. Imagine his hook shot. <laughs> oh, John, I still have nightmares about your hook shot. And it's bread and butter, mate. Your bread and all butter. day. I was down the courts months ago. I was down the courts with Theo, and I went. Um, I went. Yeah, like one of my one of my key moves um, was uh, the hook shot, and I did it. I, and as I did it, I went all day, and it went in. And then he went, "Wow!" And I went, "Yeah, pretty good, right?" And then we walked off the courts, and I'm never doing it again. <laughs> oh, amazing! He'll, he'll never, never ask me. I'll never tell him. No, I've st- I always had it. I've still got it, mate. Oh, as in, I'll never tell him how terrible you were. I was. I'm not saying I was good at basketball, but I'm saying that I had a hook shot. I would. I would post up, turn around, hook in a man's face. You're going, and I'll just look at him and say, "What?" what? <laughs> yeah. No. It, yeah. The problem was it wouldn't go in, though, would it, John? It, it would often go in. Yeah, the back. Couldn't it? Yeah. Hey, no one's shooting a hundred, mate. Or whatever. I don't know what the, you know, how they work. It's really weird with American sports. It's like I'm batting a thousand, and it's a thousand. Like, how does that? What number's that? You can't. No, no you can't bat a thousand. No, it's a hundred, isn't it? It's, I don't know. That, can't, that would make more sense. well. You can bat a thousand OPS, but that, yeah, whatever. I got an article. They just take the they take the decimal point of the percentage in a weird place, don't they? Here we go. All right, here's an article. No lips! Exclamation mark. T-Rex didn't pucker up. New Tyrannosaur shows. There's no evidence for lips here. I can't see how... I I can't see how a T-Rex could be as powerful as people think because, as I often tell my kids, the seat of my power is my big, beautiful lips. Apparently, uh, T-Rex didn't have lips, and there's no evidence, according to lead researcher Thomas Carr. So they did have lips. I don't know what this is. One of the well, this is what I want to know. The talk of the town. Well, if you if you watch Jurassic Park, um, motherfuckers have got lips, and they hide their teeth behind them. But no, that <laughs> that ain't happening here. There's no evidence for lips here. The flat scales cover the entire side of the snout and go all the way to the tooth roll. Uh, that a crocodile like a crocodile in fact crocodiles are the closest to t-rexes apart from birds so crocodiles don't have them 
I can I can totally buy that. Good for them. You know what? So there you go. That, that's all I have to not... say. Yeah. I'm glad we got a brief soiree into Dinosaur Corner because people were people were baying for more. And he if I know one thing, no lips. If I know one thing about how does he smell? <laughs> <laughs> if I know one thing about the four people who listen to this podcast, they will be baying for more Katie Wallace. Yeah. Oh, 100%. She's going to be she's going to be number one request. Master Commander is going to start emailing her. Yeah. Um any um anything else before we wrap this up because we've done over we've done well over an hour when I you just seen just, um, I, I just seen an mouth. article that says that T-Rex may have had lips. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> That's just, the problem, isn't it? I'm just That's cut the it. problem with science. Just cut it. Just cut it there. <laughs> <laughs> Nick just uh, Nick's just going to turn the camera around in a minute. I'm just going to see his no lips versus lips corkboard up on the wall, and there's going to be a hell of a lot of red string. Very much red string. <laughs> it's in reverse, but T Rex maybe lips had lips. Who knows? Anyway, that's enough from me. Fucking hell. Well, I mean, it's nice to know things. Like <coughs> it's good for science to. Find more stuff out for. No, us. I just, I just got dino fever. Maybe just have a, have a bang at the cancer first. Get that out of the way, and then you can go back to your hot lip on lip debate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when people go, like, I'm donating all my money to a donkey sanctuary. People are starving, mate. Yeah, the donkeys are as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean. I'm not doing anything to, you know. Well, so that sounds like what a battery to me that you can't protect the rights of donkeys and humans at the same time. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, I just think just if, you know my opinion. Like the best way that we could protect the donkeys, in my opinion, is to um, string a nuclear weapon up every thousand feet or so and then set them all off at once, taking um, our species out of the race um, for survival in one beautiful twinkle. Um, and let, but, and, and let you know, what's left if we need to reconquer the earth, much like the uh, Cretaceous extinction event. <laughs> yeah, give it shit. I, I can't wait for the asteroid. I'm going to be baying it on. Won't be no Bruce I, I, Willis I, I, Armageddon hijinks here. We're going out in style, baby. Let's go. I, like I could do that. I'd, I'd be the, I'd be super shemmy. No, I wouldn't. I would be Vince or whatever his name was, the fat fellow who got like shot off in the um, in the van that he was trying to drill in. I, I think the best way to go in space, real, the, the best way to go in space, would be in uh, sunshine, where the bloke basically has a sun shield on his craft and then gets too close to the sun. The sun shield goes down and he just gets obliterated by the sun in like an instant. That is the fucking well, he, way he, to do he, he gets obliterated. On. He obliterates himself. He was the captain of the ship. He was saving everybody, absolutely, Nick. And I, I would thank you to remember his sacrifice because well, without him, it would still be snowing in um, Sydney, like in the film, at the end of the film, where it was well, snowing you know, you, it was cold. You, you pick your battles, John. I'm not here to say which way or the other. Do you know frankly. who the key um, scientific advisor on that film was? Boring centrist wank, Brian Cox. Oh, no, that was fucking years ago, man. He was a foundling. He was still in D-Ream when that shit was going, when that film was being made. What, no, Sunshine? It's true, it's true. That was his big move in across from oh, being God. the keyboardist in D-Ream to being a recognised scientist. Right, was, Sunshine, he was the, um, I'm Googling it. Sunshine movie, release day. Like 2007. Let's, let's fucking go. Oh, okay, 2007. What year was it? Yeah, 2007. <laughs> 
How the fuck do you know that? Fuck you. Oh, we've lost him. We'll have to call an end to the episode there. You're a goner. Whatever, whatever clever quip. Um, so that's that. Um, you know, send us an email on goodashellpodcast at gmail.com or, uh, or or drop in on Twitter if you like. I don't think John ever goes on the Twitter anymore, so it's a bit pointless. But it's, He does when uh, you want to call me out. Fucking hell. At goodashellcast. Um, uh, and that's about all our stuff. So, uh, you know, lots of love. Oh, look, John's dialing in. Um, hold on. Here we go. What's up, John? I just wanted to be able to say goodbye. Yeah. Uh, get a better microphone for next week, mate. Oh, and uh, top news. Top news. Uh, listen up, guys, because uh, uh, Thursday, what everyone's been waiting for, we'll be recording the trial of Robert Sturgeon. Put it in front of a jury. We'll let you decide. Right. Lots of love. See you later, boys. Have a good one. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.